the show? Now I am. Now you are? Okay. Yes. Quick check. You got your notes up? Yeah, I have like 10,000 tabs open. Beautiful. I know, me too. Got Anchor. Yeah. Got all the, all the links and stuff that we have. Yeah. Check and check and check and check. Yeah, it sounds perfect. I think we're all set. Happy <laughs> Checklist Day, everybody. Who knew there was a National Checklist Day? I think that's the dumbest freaking thing. <laughs> <laughs> Today is Saturday, October 29th, and we want to welcome everybody again to another episode of... Escape from Planet Picture Show. This is a busy episode. Yeah. We, we have, have a, a lot of information that we have to blow a through. Lot. So we're going to try to take it comfortably paced. We're not going to scare you guys out of here and push y'all to move on through, but we do have a couple things. So just to go ahead and start off the episode, today's episode is the worst of the worst. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're just talking about literally the things that are just plain awful in movies and not like what you would think, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Last week was the end of Halloween. So upsetting. Technically, it's not Halloween yet, but for us, it's... Dunzo. I mean, by the time you guys are hearing this, (laughs) (laughs) it will be over. So we just want to thank you guys all again for listening to all of our Halloween-themed episodes that we had these last couple weeks. That was a lot of fun. I can't wait to do it again next year. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. But before we hop into the episode, we do want to give a shout out to all of our followers on our podcast. We we didn't place in the commercial last week, unfortunately, but we do use a system called Anchor.fm, which is by Spotify. And it's a great little program to use when it comes to podcasting. And while you're podcasting, they actually give you a whole lot of different stats about your podcast. And it's from everything from your most popular episode to your least popular episode, to how many views you got, to how many views you've gotten during the week, your audience size on average, all that good stuff. So we're going to go a little bit through that because I want to share with you guys all the fun things that we've been experiencing as hosts here. So starting off at the very top, we have a pretty pretty decently sized audience. Yeah. Overall. And what's that What's that number? I can't actually see it. Oh, well. No, audience but, size? 18, 18 over the last seven days. 18? So That's a pretty it, comfortable it's size. It's way bigger when it's not the last 30 days because we've been doing this for more than a month already if That's you can true. believe that yeah and uh, the audience. the geographic location breakdown is pretty interesting so yeah i mean from what i'm seeing here i mean surprise surprise a majority of them are united states yeah that's where a lot of our friends and family stay yep but that's not even the most exciting part <laughs> there's also 10 percent from canada and less than one percent from germany can you believe that germany Shout out to our German listeners. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> I don't speak German, so I don't, I don't even either. I don't know how to say thank you in German, but here it is in German. Thank you. Yep. In German. <laughs> but even breaking that down even more, our our US listeners, I don't know if you've been able to click that yeah, tab there. Yeah, 73% of you guys are all here in California. But shock. Yeah, 13% is from Arizona. Also not big a shock. That's actually where I'm from. So <laughs> yeah. a lot of my friends from Arizona, including my family, are listening to it. But we just have a lot of random listeners from Virginia, Washington, Nevada, Tennessee, North Carolina, Texas, and Colorado. So shout out to all y'all for listening to this podcast. I don't know how you found us, but if you do... No, you know, if you just happen to be wandering around or whatever, 
let us know. We really want to hear how you found us through the interwebs of everything. Uh, did you want to go ahead and provide the information for where everybody's listening, Nathan? Yeah. Okay. So we have like, we're on five platforms. It says Spotify. Correct. Yes, sir. Yeah. Spotify, 52%. Apple Podcasts, 23%. Just listening through Anchor.com, 11%. Stitcher, 11%. And then everything else, 4%. Not too shabby. Yeah. And we're actually at a pretty good mix when it comes to over our overall gender as yeah. well. We have 54% of the people looking at us that are all female, and we have 46 that are male. Are you not pretty you different stats? Mine, yeah, mine's 56 and 44. Ooh, did you update? Hold on, let me let me refresh mine real quick. I just want to make sure. That's really awkward. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on. No, mine says 54 and 46. Okay, that's weird. Who are you? Because we're on the you? same account. <laughs> <laughs> but it's higher than 50 for females, yeah. lower than 50 for males. Pretty even split, though. It's yeah. not far off from no, each other. No, 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 not at all. And the age groups do vary pretty much as well. We have nobody between the ages of 35 and 44 yeah. listening to us. <laughs> It's like a huge, it like jumps 10 years. So um, thank you for my aged viewers and younger. You guys are actually holding up a majority of the uh, the stakes here. Zero to 17 year olds. I don't know who you are. But, those are my friends. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's true. Good point. <laughs> 3% of y'all who are under the age of 17. Thank y'all for listening. And then everyone Mine says 7%. <laughs> what? See, I don't know what's going on then. Come on, Spotify, get your act together. But I thank y'all for listening. Yeah. We, just, we really appreciate it. And just in case you guys have been here since the very beginning our most popular episode is actually our very first episode yeah. it's been listened to more than 52 times wow that's a lot of plays and to even top that off it tells me exactly where everybody was listening to it from <laughs> no it doesn't you know how crazy that would be though <laughs> yeah but thank you guys again you know we just I think we might be doing this monthly, just sharing all the fun stats of the changes that we've been seeing here and, you know, just thanking you guys for being a part of the Escape from Planet Picture Show fam. We really appreciate all your support yeah. and we appreciate you guys listening in. So, thank you. It's been a lot of fun doing this. It has been. But enough about all that crap. Let's move on to all the good stuff. We're going to go ahead and jump into... Movie News. I'm going to go ahead and have Nathan start off okay. this segment. I want to apologize first if I sound like a mess. I'm getting over a cold, and yesterday I went to go see Harry Styles, and my voice has given out. So, Shout out to Harry Styles. That was a full roundabout. I just realized our first episode had Harry Styles in it, and now our most recent episode, we're talking about Harry Styles. Yeah, he always sneaks into our episodes. Always. Okay, let's do a little speed run. So, the first news is pretty sad. Comedian Leslie Jordan sadly passed away at the age of 67 this be- or at the beginning of the week. Aww. Yeah, he saved a lot of people during quarantine and brought a lot of joy to their lives. I and mean, it's really sad to see him go. Um, next, we have n- movie news and Star Wars. So, there is now going to be a new Star Wars movie. It's in the works. It has director Shermin Obeid Chinoy. I apologize if I butchered that name, but she's the director on multiple Miss Marvel episodes, and it'll be written by Damon Lindelof. They're co-writing the script. So not much is known about it, but those are the two main creatives behind the movie. Super exciting. Moving on to, well, moving on and possibly staying on Disney Plus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Craziest news I saw all week. 
Doctor Strange or Doctor Strange? My what? God, <laughs> Doctor Who is coming to Disney Plus. For anyone who's seen the trailer, super exciting news. I haven't seen the most recent season, so I don't really know what the situation is. But for any of those who aren't familiar with Doctor Who, Doctor Who gets reincarnated at the very end of every season, and there's a new actor or actress who plays Doctor Who in the following season. The craziest thing out of this, not only is it coming to Disney Plus, but David Tennant is coming back as the Doctor for the second time. This has never been done in Doctor Who history, where they've had a return actor, so it's going to be really interesting to see what kind of direction they take, if it's going to be just picking up directly from where he originally was, or if he's going to have to fill in the gaps from when he last, you know, was reincarnated to now. So it's going to be really exciting. Um, Next up, a WandaVision sequel is coming. No, not Agatha, House of Darkness. We all know that's coming. Or Harkness. Harkness, yeah. Harkness. We all know that's coming. It's going to be really exciting. But there's another... Another, but I don't know a whole lot information on this, so I'm actually going to have Nathan take this one. I don't know a lot about it, too, but I know it's going to be a sequel to WandaVision. It's going to center on White Vision. It's going to be about him trying to regain his memories and kind of, like, connect to the past and the present and the future. Not much is known about it. It's going to be, like, over... Or it's going to be, like, advised by Jack Schaefer, who was the original, like, head writer and showrunner on WandaVision. Paul Bettany is expected to return, and they also threw in the article that Elizabeth Olsen is expected to make a few appearances throughout the show as Wanda. Super exciting. We've all been wondering what happened to White Vision since WandaVision ended. Yeah. So it's kind of nice that we're seeing something come out of it jumping from marvel over to dc as i feel like we do every episode so far (laughs) yeah it's always either marvel dc or dc to marvel always always crazy news over at warner brothers and dc studios james gunn and peter safran are actually going to be co-leading dc studios so they're basically going to be taking on the mantle as the kevin feige of the entire projects for all the dc movies which is super exciting because, as we all know, the DC movies are slowly falling apart in terms of the interconnectivity between them all. James Gunn obviously has done wonderful work with DC so far. He's worked on The Suicide Squad, which was a huge hit. He's done Peacemaker, which was also a huge hit. So hopefully having both of them together working on these projects will be able to get them up to the same standard that Disney has for their Marvel shows. Yeah, I'm, it's an interesting toy choice. I didn't see it coming. No, I don't think anybody did. I remember when this first came out, it said breaking on yeah. all of them, where everyone's just like, what? Oh, my God. Which actually makes sense, though, because James Gunn said he's done with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Th- so um, they even, or James Gunn even said that when he got the, the job at DC, the first person he called was Kevin Feige. And so, yeah. interesting. I yeah. mean, that, which is great, because I'm sure Kevin Feige is like, you know what? I give you my blessing. Best of luck over there. No hard feelings, obviously. You know, they've worked together for years now. So a little into my news. It's sort of kind of movie news, sort of kind of not. There's this video game that's out there in the universe that if anyone is familiar, it's called Multiverses. It is a Warner Brothers video game. It's becoming more and more synergetic the more it's continuing. Um, but it ha- it's a fighting game, so it's very similar to Super Smash Brothers. but it has characters like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, Superman, Wonder Woman. They just recently added in Rick and Morty, which is really exciting. They have the Gremlins characters in there, but they just released Black Adam, which is a great synergy 
portion for them specifically since Black Adam just came out in the theaters this last weekend. So with Black Adam being added in, not being voiced by The Rock, unfortunately, they're actually using the voice actor from the original cartoon from the Justice League cartoon from back in the day. But it's going to be really excited to see him in action. So if anyone who is a movie fan and a video game fan I strongly recommend taking a look at Multiverses. It is free to play. There is no additional charge to play it. You just download and hop right in. And let me tell you, it is a blast. Yeah, pretty interesting. I haven't seen Black Adam yet, and I'm not really planning on to. (laughs) The reviews on it are really all over the place. Yeah, it's been at like 50% for like a while now on Rotten Tomatoes. I've seen that. I've also seen some people, I haven't seen it go over 70%. Yeah, no. It I think when it debuted it was under 50 and then it kind of inched back up and then it went down and then it inched back up. It's kind of it it's showing that it's split down the middle. You either like it or you don't like what, it. It sounds like audience members are liking it cuz it has like Man of Steel vibes. Yeah. The the grandeur of all the fight sequences is very Man of Steel. Um, but I just hear it's, there's just too many characters. It's not, people go to see not Black Adam, but they want to go see Adam Smasher. They want to see Hawkman. They want to see, obviously, Pierce Brosnan, like all these characters showing up and not Black Adam. So it's, you know, just awkward overall. Yeah. Moving on to trailer tracker or release news. Uh, Yeah. So there was three main trailers that appeared this, um, week. First off was the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania trailer. It's a it's the third movie in the trilogy. It'll be in theaters February 17th of next year and looks pretty interesting. Peyton Reed is back to direct. Jonathan Majors is going to be King the Conqueror and then everybody from Ant-Man and Ant-Man 2 are going to return. Oh, it looks so good. I'm really excited. Yeah, next up, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. It is Marvel's second special presentation after Werewolf by Night that just released a few weeks ago. It'll be hitting Disney Plus November 25th, and it'll be James Gunn's second-to-last project with Marvel. Technically his last project, because I think Guardians 3 is either finished filming or in the process of finishing. Yeah, but it does. It comes out after, so yeah. I just assumed it would Good be... Good point. Yeah. Lastly, staying with Disney, The Santa Clauses, the TV show of are based on the Santa Claus franchise will be having its two-episode premiere November 16th on Disney+, and they released a new trailer. And Tim Allen's back. Yeah. It's not like a brand-new Santa Claus. Like, it's going to revolve around Tim Allen and his family that takes place directly after Santa Claus 3. Yeah. Super exciting. I know, and it's interesting because it proves everybody that was like, oh, Disney and Tim Allen hate each other after the Lightyear situation. Wrong. They're okay, guys. Just they decided to take it into a new direction. Yeah. Also, since this the beginning of November, we are going to do a little speed run of all the releases in theaters or on streaming in this November. Okay, so November 4th, we have Anola Holmes 2 on Netflix and Weird, the Al Yankovic story on Roku channel. Very excited for that. November 11th, we have The Black Panther in theaters and then The Sun, which is a big awards contender. November 18th, we have The Menu, which is also an awards contender, and She Said, an awards contender as well. November 23rd, we have Strange World, the new Disney animated movie, Devotion, starring Jonathan Majors, The Fablemans, a new St- Steven Spielberg movie, and Bones and All, featuring Timothy Chalamet and Taylor Russell. And then, no, oh, this needs to be fixed. November 18th, this got pushed up a few days ago, Disenchanted will be on Disney+. Plus. Oh, that's right. Good yeah. save. Yeah. I was like, oh, the list says November 24th. Nope, it's November 18th now. 
So a little bit of moving is there. Beautiful. Do you know, just going back for a minute, The Fablemans? Are you familiar with The Fablemans? Yeah, it's Steven Spielberg's new movie. It's loosely based on his life. A lot of directors are doing that nowadays with um, Kenneth Branagh just did Belfast, and which is loosely based on his life. It has Michelle Williams, Paul Dano. Ooh, who else? Who else? Who else? Oh, Seth Rogen, I think, is in it. Yeah, so a lot of big names. It looks really good. Yeah, I watched the trailer. I was like, oh, this looks very, yeah. very, like, cozy and comforting. I mean, especially for someone, you know, for us who are, you know, movie fanatics and yeah. who eventually want to be in the movies. It's just really cool to see these these up-and-coming stories of these directors, you know, making their way big. So it's going to be a really exciting watch. Yeah. We also want to shout out that it is November, and November is National Native American Indian Heritage Month. And, you know, there's a lot of... There's a lot of movies that are released that are about Native Americans, and it's not always the best representation of them. But we want to shout out a movie called Smoke Signals. It was released in 1998. It's very widely received because it represents the Native American community in a, such a great light, and it has a Native American team behind it. I watched it today for the first time, and I loved it. It was very comforting. It's a little cliche in its story, but it also represents the Native American community so well. And it diverts away from the stereotypes. It feels fun and fresh. Good, good. You know, and when it comes to stereotypes, that's just a very American way of making movies is sticking with the stereotypes. I mean, Native Americans have always been, quote unquote, the villains since back in the 40s and the 50s when they were doing those old Westerns. It's always the cowboys versus the Indians. And obviously, you know, there's so much more to them than what the movies provide and what they what they portray. So we just want to let, you know, everyone know who is of... Native American heritage, you know, thank you for listening to our podcast, and I'm sorry for Americans everywhere (laughs) for portraying your past and your history in such a negative light. Yeah, if you're interested in watching Smoke Signals, it is on Paramount Plus slash Showtime. (sighs) (sighs) That was a lot of news. Yeah. That was great. That was a good speed run, though. Yeah. So we are going to take a very, very quick break. I do need to get a coffee refill because we have a lot more stuff coming your guys' way. A lot more fun stuff, though. We're going to hop into all the fun stuff of the portion here. But we'll be talking to you guys real soon. Just hang tight. And welcome back, everybody, to... Escape from Planet Picture Show. When you guys can't get enough of our voices, so you have to hear us during an ad break, too. (laughs) That's what you get for being a part of us. So, hi, everybody. Now we're going into the fun portion of our podcast. As we said earlier, today's podcast is called The Worst of the Worst because we're literally going to be talking about just uh, the worst. Yeah, there's a lot of movies that are pretty bad. Pretty bad, yeah. You know, a lot of people, what's really fun about movies, I mean, we've talked about this way back in the past in even our first and second episode, is that movies are all opinionated. So what you think might be a fantastic movie, somebody else might hate. They might despise. It could be a 0% rating on Rotten Tomatoes for all we know, but it's like your favorite movie of all time. Now, would that make you wrong? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes, it would. If it's a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes, come on. Like, what movies are you watching where it's a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes? But no, in, in all seriousness, you know, it's all based on the eye of the beholder. And some people just see beauty in things that other people don't. And there's nothing wrong with that. But um, let me tell you, 
the lists that we've been seeing, there's a lot of things wrong with these lists. Yeah, some of them I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what are you talking about? Oh, man, this is going to be a really interesting take. So we're going to be playing a little mini game right now that we actually brought to all of our friends and our family and our coworkers and our this and our that about what they think the worst is. Now, before we hop into that, though, I want to get a little bit personal with everybody here from Nathan and I about what our personal worsts are. Yeah. We're, I mean, I like to consider us professionals. Yeah, I think we are. Yeah. We're so professional. <laughs> so professional, <laughs> as I press the fart sound on yeah. our sound. But, I mean, we, we, we're a little bit more familiar beyond the movie spectrum, right? Where it's more than just titles of movies. Like, we know, we're a little bit more familiar with actors and actresses and directors and producers and studios and blah, 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 blah. But not everybody is that well-versed in this industry. So I'm going to start with Nathan. This is one of the easiest questions, but also one of the hardest questions. I'm basing this specifically on what you've seen, not what you've heard. Yes. And that's what I, or how I made my choice as well. Perfect. Okay. So starting with the easiest hard question that you'll ever hear in your life. What do you think the worst movie is? Okay, so I put a little thought into this because I could have put like 10 other movies in this or as this answer choice, but I'm going to go with Ralph Breaks the Internet. Oh my God. I hate, 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 hate this movie. Pause. Yeah. We talked about Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah, so a for... little bit in our first episode, <laughs> I think, too. Was it the first episode? First or second. It was. Okay, it was the first episode because we talked about D23. Yeah. Okay, so for those of you who have listened to our extended version of episode one, Nathan goes on a hell of a rant about Ralph Breaks the Internet. Now, enlighten me. Just for those who haven't heard the extended episode, why is Ralph Breaks the Internet, out of all the terrible movies out there, your personal least favorite movie? It just sucks. Like, okay, like, if you're going to do a sequel to Wreck-It Ralph, like, be original. Make your characters stand out in a way that improve them on or from the first film. Ralph in this one is literally just a whiny baby. Doesn't do anything except whine and complain and obsess over Vanellope and just be like, Oh, well, I want you to stay here and so we can be best friends forever. That's a really good John C. Riley, by the way. Oh, I wasn't <laughs> even trying. I was just... <laughs> I was like... Uh, and then Vanellope herself is like... I don't know. Like, she's interesting, I guess. But, like, you went through this whole process in the first one to fit in with Sugar Rush. And now you're just going to completely throw all of that character development away and then go... what Slaughter Race, I think it was called? Yeah. Yes. Why? Just why? And then there's, I get that they're on the internet, but there was so much unnecessary, just like jokes about memes and Disney culture. I was like, you don't have to do this. Like, no, thank you. Just go away, please. Stop it. Stop this madness. So I, I, I agree to an extent. Now, me on the opposite end, I love Ralph Breaks the Internet. I think it's a wonderful movie. But that's because I love internet culture. I think it's just really fun to see all the references out there. But here's what people forget is that Wreck-It Ralph, the character, is notorious for references. 
because of his background as a classic video game villain. So there's a lot of references from video games, a lot of references from stuff in the first movie that just carried over, but it became more mainstream references because it's the internet. When I mean like shoving the Disney culture like down your throat type thing, and it's not like the princess scene, that's pretty pretty iconic right there. For sure. But like the whole oh my Disney section, I was just like, no, can we not? Like, I don't know. It just felt like, why? You could have just told this like fun and original story and not have to shove your brand down your throat. Well, okay. See, and that's where I agree with you is because it was very much a Disney being self-aware about Disney and referencing Disney inside of a Disney film with Disney characters in a Disney movie. Yeah, and they weren't trying to be meta about it. It was just like, oh, look at all the brands we have. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, was... absolutely. It was like walking into the D23 Expo. Yeah. Where there was just Disney merch everywhere. So I completely get you on that regard. But let's just say, let's just rewind here for a minute. If that scene didn't exist, would your feelings be different about the movie? I think so it would be it would just be like what's replacing it like if it's a better character arc for ralph and vanellope and giving more time to fix it felix and sergeant calhoun i think i would have been more okay with that if you took out that scene from the movie it would have had the same exact outcome at the very end yeah it's just i don't know their plot device is not really necessary to the story overall i agree so moving on that was just the basic question. Now, let's just say this is going to be your worst scenario possible. We're going into a movie theater, and we buy tickets for Ralph Breaks the Internet. You with me so far? Yes. Are you having a good time? No. It sounds awful, right? Yeah. So we sit down in the very, very front row seats of the theater. The theater is disgusting. Sticky floors. And whoever you went to the movie with says, hey... This is all they had left at the snack bar. Would you like some? And they handed you whatever it was. What would make you just want to walk out of the theater? What snack would that be? Skittles. Skittles? Yeah. What? Okay, why? I don't know. I used to really like Skittles, like, a lot. And then all of a sudden, like, I just had it one day, and I was like, this is this is really bad. Like, why is it so, like, gummy and chewy? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like... Is it a specific kind of Skittle? Because you know how they have like the different flavor yeah, packs. Yeah, no, it's just Skittles in general now. I don't know. Interesting. And it's so weird to me. It's like, and then you know when you like bite into it, but like you only bite half of it and you can like see the inside of the candy? It's just like white and like it looks like milky and I'm like, ugh, no, 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 no. Okay, first off, can I ask the internet right now, does anybody just bite into half of a Skittle? Okay, no, 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 no. Like, you you never had that thought where you're like, I wonder what this like. Because oh, when no, you yeah, think yeah, of yeah. like candy, like this, like M and M Skittles, like all uh-huh. that type of candy, you're just like usually like downing them, like yeah. shoving them up your mouth. But I don't know. Like you have that like thought where you're like, oh, let's see what it is, and Skittles look disgusting inside. <laughs> yeah, so it's just the inside that's just a big turnoff. Not necessarily the taste of it. Well, that kind of the taste is a little off sometimes okay. too. Yeah. yeah. So you're just not like a you're not like a sticky snack kind of guy. No. Okay, that's fair. Now, so you walk out of the movie theater, and you're kind of like, you know what? Screw this. I'm done with this. But someone out in the movie theater is saying that this movie, not Ralph Breaks the Internet, but insert movie here, is the greatest movie of all time. Obviously, 
some people might think it's overrated. What would your overrated movie be in that scenario? Thor Ragnarok. What? Yeah. You got Disney hater. Okay. Disney hater. I'm kidding. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Why Thor Ragnarok? I thought the first Thor was bad, and I thought second Thor was somewhat better, but still kind of bad. And then I watched Thor Ragnarok, and I was like, this is not entertaining to me. Like, the jokes aren't funny. Like, I don't know. It's just, when you have Kate Blanchett in your villain role, why are you going to waste that to just no screen time whatsoever and no character arc? Just like, Thor has a sister? What? And then she, like, completely dies off by the end of the movie. Fair. Yeah. This is not my vibe. And I don't really get the hype around it. Like, sure, it has its moments, but I don't think it's, like, super funny or that entertaining. You know, you're not the only person who feels that way. Yeah, I was looking at the list. I was like, oh, I see a little a little bit yeah. more Thor in this little yeah. list right here. So the list that he's talking about, we actually, like I said earlier, we had the pleasure of reaching out to a bunch of friends and family members to talk about the same situation, what their, what their least favorite movie or what they consider the worst movie is, their worst snack to have at the movies, and whatever they would consider the most overrated movie of all time. Now, there's obviously a lot of different takes on there, as I was saying earlier, but we actually had the opportunity to reach out to 41 people to get answers. 41 people. Ooh, I heard that. You okay? Yeah, I think it's good. Perfect. So we reached out to 41 people and asked them, what's the worst movie you think exists? What's the worst snack that you can have at a movie? And what is the most overrated movie? Now, just a very quick synopsis on this. I've had just a gen general consensus. People don't like sticky candies or hot foods. Yeah, I mean... There's a lot of people on here who said hot dogs, who well, said licorice, who said Twizzlers and Skittles and, and, and caramel corn. Like, there's just a lot of different mixes when it comes to chewy snacks. Yeah, who even eats hot dogs at a movie theater? So, oh, did yeah, I just story you? time. <laughs> <laughs> so there is this movie theater where I grew up out in Mesa, Arizona. It's It was part of the Mesa mall that was out there it's a small little shop it was called the picture show i think they actually have one over in santa Ana out here in california if i'm not mistaken but it's what's known as the dollar theater so when movies are out in the theaters for more than like a month and a half they eventually get distributed to the smaller theater where you can watch them the tickets were only a dollar to two dollars to get in to watch the movie and it was a pretty comfortable movie theater they were kind of gross but whenever i would go during the week, they would have specials on hot dogs where you get a hot dog for only a dollar. So I'd be able to have a hot dog and a drink and a and a movie for only like five bucks. Yeah, I'm not that big of a hot dog person, so maybe that's why. But That could be. I just, like, I don't know. Even when, like, other stuff, like pizza, because, like, the local theater I go to offers, like, actual food. They don't have, like, the dining trays, but they offer pizza, burgers, chicken tenders, hot dogs. And I'm like, why? Like, I get if you're going to have, like, a meal, I guess, or, like, you didn't eat and you're starving. But I'm just like, I don't know. If I'm only going to be there for an hour or two and then, like, have 
to pay like almost 20 bucks for like a cheeseburger. <laughs> I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's funny that you say that because that, it's kind of what my thought went to when I was talking snacks with people. I thought people were going to be like, oh, a cheeseburger is the worst snack. Or if someone cracked open a can of sardines, it's like, okay, don't be weird about it, right? But I was talking more specifically, like if you went to a movie theater, you know, the, the classic stuff, popcorn, Hershey bars, Twizzlers, yeah. M&M's, uh, M &Ms, yeah, all the stuff that you would just buy at like a regular convenience store or at the concession bar. Now for the concession stuff, though, we've had a very wide variety. In fact, we had a couple who people just said, any snack is great. It doesn't matter what the snack is, I'll take it, which is very different. We had one person who said, or sorry, one, yeah, one person who said no snacks. He just, he's not a snack person. Which, honestly, I am too. Whenever I go to the movie, I don't really get a snack unless I'm, like, dying of hunger. <laughs> not even, like, popcorn? No, I usually just really? vibe with the movie. Just the movie and me. There you go. Okay, excellent. And then, you know, all the typical regular stuff. But we're going to go and hop through here a little bit more. Dive a little bit deeper into what people's general thought process processes were on movie snacks and overrated films. So oh, I didn't even tell mine. How rude! And I'm I'm disagreeing with your snack. So oh oh no. Yeah. No. Do we have to end the podcast like right now so we can just fight this out? Yeah, because I love this candy. It's like one of my oh, favorites. No no no. So we'll start with the movie then. I feel like the worst movie of all time is Catwoman, the Halle Berry one. I kind of agree. It's bad, but I, it, I had fun watching it. Like just making fun of like the clear or the like the clearly obvious CGI Halle Berry. Like it's just fun. It was so bluntly obvious and it wasn't even good CGI. Yeah. It's kind of like they they wanted it to be so bad what Tim Burton created for the original Batman movies, it but like updated and it's not. Yeah, it looks like a video game cutscene. It's really bad. It's really bad. The CGI was bad. The acting was bad. Earlier today at work, we were actually talking about some of the uh, the catchphrases that she would say. It was very much... Is it Batman Returns? The one with Mr. Freeze? Batman and Robin. I Batman think. and Robin. Yeah. Where, you know, Mr. Freeze says stupid things like, I used to see you, Batman. And you're like, all right. That's lame. It's that kind of just cringy quality throughout it. And especially for it being a recent past 2000 movie, you would think it'd be a little bit more updated. That's not the case. It was. It just wasn't good. But moving on to my snacks, if we sat down and watched Catwoman and someone said, hey, here's a snack for you, and they freaking gave me dots. I would gobble them dots. up. I would eat them up. Dots are garbage. No, they're not. They I don't are. care if they're unhealthy. I don't care if they get a little sticky sometimes. They are so, so good. How do you like dots but not like Skittles? Skittles, the consistency is weird. Like, no, it's just you not... shouldn't have bitten into the middle of the Skittle. That <laughs> ruined the experience for you. <laughs> okay, advice for everybody. Don't bite into the middle of your candy and then look inside of it. Never, never. That ruins everything everything it's like asking what the ingredients of a hot dog are you well, don't do it look dots you bite into the middle it's the same color as the outside no surprises it's it's powdered gelatin i don't care that's disgusting <laughs> and like when you bite it 
it like sneaks into every crevice of your teeth. Like it's not oh, yeah, even. That, that I can give it to you. I'm not okay with that. That's not okay, dude. I don't know. No, I'm no, no. I'm buy no. you some dots when we go see Black Panther. No, I'm gonna buy you some Skittles when we go see Black Panther. Oh, no, thank yeah, you. take that, you <laughs> jerk. <No. laughs> and then for me, overrated movies. I feel like this is a very common thing based on what I'm seeing on this list, at least. Is Avatar. Yeah, and I would agree, honestly. It's, it's a little overrated. Don't get me wrong. The movie was good when it was released way back in frickin' 2009. But it's just... And it was overhyped then, honestly. Yeah, I, and the movie itself is, like, okay. Like, I don't think it's amazing either. It's a little long. And especially that the new long. one's gonna be over three hours. No, oh thank you. Oh, my God. And that's just for the second one. That's not including the other four that are coming <laughs> yeah. out after that. So, oh, my God. Don't get me wrong. The concept is great. It's very accurate to the graphic novel from what I've been told. But it's just, I don't know. I don't know. Just it, it just bored me realistically. Yeah, there's a, some portions where I was like, you could have cut this down significantly. Significantly. And poor Zoe Saldana was in this movie. Hey, she, she does a really good job. She recovered though, from that movie, though. Yeah. She did really well for herself afterwards. Even so. though the CGI doesn't capture her performance that well, she was pouring her heart out into that performance, and the it's CGI true. is kind of just like diluting all of that. Yeah, you know what, though? Shout out to Pandora out in Animal Kingdom. It's fantastic. The rides are great. Good for Disney for trying to reboot it. Good for James Cameron for continuing it after now going on. Well, it's going to be released next year, right? Avatar 2? No, this December. This December? Yeah. So it's been 20... No, 11 years. 11, yeah. <laughs> since the last movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, 12 years. Uh, oh, no, 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 11 years. No. 2009? And then plus 20, 21, 22. 13? 13 years. We, we can't can do math. math. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been 13 years. Stay and in school. James Cameron is just like, yeah, let's do it. I'm like, good for you, James Cameron. I just hope he doesn't make Avatar movies for the rest of his life. I, I mean, have you seen uh, Alita Battle Angel? No, and I really want to. It was pretty good. See, yeah. Like, I don't know. Good. I think he could do more than Avatar. So, and I, I feel like he's going to. But, you know, Avatar's his little baby right now. That's... After Titanic, that's what he's known for. It yeah. literally goes Titanic, Avatar, and then other James Cameron projects. Terminator, all that and stuff. That, oh, yeah, it's awkward that Avatar and Titanic are above Terminator. So let's go ahead and jump down this list here. Little, are we bit. doing a little speed run or no speed run? We can do a speed run. Yeah, do you want to go through them? Yeah. Okay, so really? we're going to start. Let's go ahead and start with Lynette. We, there, we might stop on some of them because some of them are a little... Yeah. Dumb and Dumber for Lynette. Evan, Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. I could not agree with that more. That movie was awful. I don't think it's that bad, but uh, we'll get to that later. Stacy, La La Land, Monica, Fluke, the 1995 movie, Hannah, Justice League and Aquaman, Celeste, Dumplin', David, Inception, Stephanie, Ghost Ship, Keegan, It Comes at Night, Lisa, Glitter, shout out to my mom. Woo woo. Woo. Valerie, R.I.P.D., the Ryan Reynolds movie. Rachel, Honk for Jesus. Emmy, Glitter, again. Jonathan, Jack and Jill, the Adam Sandler version. Haley, Thor, Love and Thunder. Trish, The Dead Don't Die. Aaron, Space Jam, A New Legacy. Michael, The Last Airbender. Jordan, Master of Disguise, Meet the Spartans. 
Tony, Sky Captain, and The World of Tomorrow. That movie was also terrible. Never seen it. Danny, The Room. Matt, The Knowing. Alana, The Human Centipede 2. Anna, Perfume. Tess, Sharknado. Derek, Jobs. Julia, Sharknado again. Grams, Drop Dead Fred. Andrew, Movie 43, or Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. Anthony, Peter Pan. Which one? He specifically said just Peter Pan in general. He thinks the whole idea is stupid. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Glad we got some clarification. <laughs> Emily, Sausage Party. Phil, The Haunted Mansion, Eddie Murphy movie. TJ, The Last Airbender and Aragon. My friend Rin, Lolita. Alex, Scream 3. Kayla, Hubie Halloween. Carla, The Descendants Trilogy, all three of them. And then Katie, This is the End. So couple ones i want to pick at here yeah i have some i have some thoughts thoughts (laughs) so i want to start with your thoughts you go first okay well i haven't seen most of these but i do want to point out la la land because that shows up a lot in the overrated one and the worst well it hasn't showed up in the worst but it is a lot of in the overrated and i would have to agree with stacy if you were talking to me two years ago i'd have been like yeah la la land sucks not my vibe and then I rewatched it a few months ago, and I was like, wait, this is actually, like, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and then Honk for Jesus, that's the new movie. It just came out, like, two months ago, last month. I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. It's a little, the story's a little weird, but I think it's okay. Space Jam 2, everybody's going to hate me for this, because I literally, it's going to be my same complaints from Ralph breaks the internet, but I like Space Jam too. Like, oh no, yeah, <laughs> and I know you're gonna be like, you just said you didn't want Disney shoving down your their content down your throat. Like, I don't know. I had fun watching Space Jam too. <laughs> Maybe it was just because it was like the middle of summer. I watched it at like nine in the morning on HBO Max. Maybe I wasn't like fully awake. I don't know. I like this movie. Let's see. I don't think anything else really. Oh, Scream Three. Yeah. I like Scream 3. I like all the Scream movies, so I'm like, hey, it wasn't that bad. Like, I get why they didn't like it, but I'm like, come on. I mean, we jammed into Scream about two episodes ago yeah. when we were talking about the serial killers. I still haven't seen any of the Scream movies since uh, then. I know. The new one comes out in March, so you have till then. Uh, no pressure. <laughs> okay. And if you don't? Uh... <laughs> so a lot of these I do agree with. I don't agree with them to an extreme. Now, I do want to do a shout-out to David. That's actually my dad, who said Inception. I remember watching this movie with him, and Uh he was more confused than I've ever seen him watching any movie. Now, jumping over to a few good ones that I strongly agree with, Jack and Jill with Adam Sandler. I know we talked about that once before in the podcast, if I'm not mistaken. Don't. Maybe? I don't know. It don't probably remember. has come up. I don't remember. Yeah. But uh, that movie is terrible. It's really, really bad. Thor Love and Thunder, I still haven't seen it, so I don't really have much to say about it, but it it's, has been one of the weaker Marvel movies from what everyone's saying. Yeah, it's not amazing, but I don't think it's bad. Like, worst material. The Last Airbender came up a couple times. I do agree with that. The Last Airbender was terrible, especially as a child who grew up with Avatar The Last Airbender back in 2003. It's a phenomenal TV show, and I don't know why they would give the high-paced adrenaline action film to M. Night Shyamalan. That doesn't make any sense to me. 
and it still won't ever make any sense, but I remember how sick that trailer looked when it was released. Shout out to Matt with The Knowing. We, Him and I actually saw this movie together way back in the day. This is The Knowing with Nicolas Cage, and I remember he walked out of the movie theater so upset. We actually went to Picture Show, that movie theater I told you about earlier, Yeah. and the movie was not good. It was su- okay. Let me rephrase that. It was super good until like the last five or ten minutes. Really, so and it that, ruined it. The whole movie was ruined by the, the entire five movie. Wow. The way they explained the entirety of the movie sucked eggs. Okay, I'm gonna have to watch this because I like movies that have a bad ending. <laughs> it. The ending reminded me of the groans that you would hear in. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> it's that same kind of ending where you're kind of like, yeah, yeah, Indy's back. And then you're kind of like, oh, oh. I'm going to have to watch this. Oh, yeah. I strongly agree. And then, yeah. I mean, Sharknado came up a couple times. That movie is bad. I yeah. watched that with Stacy, and it was not, it's not good. Yeah, that, that and Glitter came up the most. Out of yeah, the- I did see that. Now, I've never seen Glitter. Have you uh, seen Glitter? No. No. Now, what I can say about Sharknado, though, the only reason I don't count those, no offense, Julianne Tess, <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, the only reason I don't count those is because they're made to be bad. They're not, they don't take themselves seriously. It's It's supposed to be a stupid movie to have just to enjoy. It's not, like... Yeah, I feel like if it was Jaws that you would say is the worst movie ever, I'd be like, all right, let's let's talk some more, yeah. you know. But Sharknado, I mean, listen to the title. Yeah, some of them I'm like, yeah, these are bad. Like, if you read the title, it's like, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. Some of them I'm like, yeah, pretty bad. Now, one that I don't agree with is my friend Katie in This is the End. Have you seen that movie? No, I have not. So it's pretty funny. Uh, but again, that's more my humor. It's Seth Rogen, James Franco humor. So if you've seen Pineapple Express, if you've seen the the interview, the one with Kim Jong Un, where they make fun of you know like the yeah, no. North Korea stuff, no, it's very much dry, inappropriate humor where they they make jokes about like sex and drugs and alcohol and. I I think it's funny, but it turns out a lot of people don't like Seth Rogen's humor. So that's interesting because he's like, there's a little renaissance going on right now. I feel like Seth Rogen is making a comeback. He's making a comeback in terms of movies he's not making though. Yeah, it's a lot of producing, writing. Yeah. So not. his ability to write and produce and in things, I feel is doing really well. He does great. I've said this for years, and I'm always stood by it. He is a phenomenal side character. Yeah, and proof with the Fablemans, because I'm pretty sure he's a side character yeah, in that he's movie. He's not a main character at yeah. all. Yeah, but he's going to be a character that plays a big role. Obviously, that affects the you know the the continuation and the storyline of the Fablemans. The TV show where they were talking about the the sex tape between Pamela Anderson. Oh, pa- Pam and Tommy. Pam and Tommy. Yeah, Hulu last, I think, February. Seth Rogen did a phenomenal job in that show. Yeah, didn't he get nominated or something like I, that? I don't know if he got nominated. I But he was easily one of my favorite characters in the show. He did such a good job. And then in the movie 
with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he was a great side character in that too. If if the movie doesn't revolve around Seth Rogen, I feel like he thrives unless he's writing and producing, and then obviously that makes him like the behind the scenes star of the show. Anyway, hi. Right. Next up, we're gonna hop Snacks. into Snackadoo Snacks. So obviously you know ours. It's Dots and Skittles. We're gonna go and hop back into Lynette's, and I do want to give a shout out to Lynette. That's my mama. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I want to give her a hard time about saying Dumb and Dumber because I think Dumb and Dumber is also a hilarious movie. Yeah. I've never seen anybody that doesn't like Dumb and Dumber. But you know what's funny is that Dumb and Dumber actually comes up a lot in the overrated movie column also. I know. I seen. I was like, I see a little Dumb and Dumber right here. Wait, but let's get into snacks. Jump into it. Let's do it. Lynette, Popsicles, Evan, Milk Duds, Stacy. every snack is a good snack. Okay, this one's a little weird, but you're going to have to stay with this to the end. Okay. Monica, Baked Flounder, Hannah, Dots, I'm going to have a talk with you after this. <laughs> Celeste, Nerds Rope Candy, David, Caramel Corn, Stephanie, Nachos, Keegan, Sloppy Joes. My mom also said Baked Flounder, but we'll get to that after. Valerie, Raisinets, Rachel, Beef Jerky, Emmy, Hot Dogs, Jonathan, Black Licorice, Gorman, Dots, no thank you, Haley, Raisins, Trish, Now and Laters, Mitch, Raisinets, Aaron, Red Hots, Michael, Twizzlers, Jordan, Oreos, Tony, Black Licorice, Danny, Gummy Worms, Matt, No Snacks, Alana, Mike and Ikes, Anna, AMC Soda, Tess, Good and Plenty, Derek, Boston Baked Beans, What? Cool, Julia, Mike and Ike, Grams, The Red Vines, Andrew, Birdie Bots, Every Flavored Beans, What? Moving on, Anthony, Hot Dog, Emily, Hot Dog, Phil, Theater Pizza, TJ, Licorice, Amrin, Ice Cream, Alex, Popcorn, Kayla, Chips, Carla, pretzels, and Katie, no such thing as a bad snack. Pause. There's a lot of like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, for... <laughs> Let's start with Baked Flounder. <laughs> because I feel I'm... like that's going to be the most exciting story, so yeah. I want to hear how this one goes down. Okay, well, I should have asked my mom the full story before this, but I know, like, the loose, the loose, like, story details. Okay, okay. so basically, my grandma... They went to go see a movie. It was like a big family event. Like we all went to go see a movie like maybe 10 or 15 years ago. I don't remember the movie, but we all had like our regular, like normal-ish snacks, concession snacks. And grandma shows up and she brings baked flounder and she's cutting it up, stinking up the theater, just having fun with her baked flounder. It was so much fun. Hold on. Okay. But why? I don't know. <laughs> okay. So, so, well, <laughs> just, I, you know, it's funny because I can see grandma doing this. Yeah. She does this. She's pretty notorious for bringing her own snacks. And right? that's why we love her. But I've never understood. I've never heard the big flounder story until today. I'm sure there's more details to it, but I've heard the story many times about and whenever we go see, like, a movie as a family or I go with, like, you know, Hannah or Celeste, they'll be, like, they'll make the joke about the baked flounder. And I'm, like... Did anybody bring baked flounder with them? Today? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, like, don't... Did you forget the baked flounder? It's, yeah. So now you're on... Or everybody listening's in on the baked flounder family joke. Oh, my gosh. So we got to bring some baked flounder to Wakanda forever, then, is what you're yes. telling me. Perfect. Now, I want to know, because I feel like you might know the answer to this but what's with the baked beans <laughs> so there's no story here no story just no okay beans. so this is my friend derek 
He's actually Michael's brother. So Michael, who was on our vampire episode. They're twins, and they both just say stupid things to get under my skin. So I think when I sent him this, that he just thought, well, what's the most ridiculous thing I can say (laughs) that he now has to place inside of his podcast? Now, a lot of people didn't know this was for a podcast. They thought I was just asking them random questions when I was reaching out to them. So I think he was just trying to get a rise out of me. And I've never watched a movie with Derek where he had Boston baked beans. Okay. And I feel like that's very specific to have Boston's baked beans. Yeah. There's a lot of baked beans out there. (laughs) Yeah. Now, when we lived together, he always made jokes like fart jokes because of baked beans. So I'm pretty sure it's kind of like where the reference rolls to. Yeah. Yeah. But I loved it. That was a very interesting snack choice. Way to go, Derek. Yeah. Should we hop into overrated, or do you have any more thoughts on the snacks? Birdie bots every flavored beans. I heard you kind of stop on there, like, I, 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 what? Hey, well, yeah. What is that? Do you know what Birdie bots every flavored beans are? No, that's why I'm confused. Have you seen any of the Harry Potter movies? Yeah, I watched all eight or nine of them. Okay, Birdie bots every flavored beans are the jelly beans that taste like everything. Okay, see, I must have not been paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> so the Birdie Bots Every Flavored Beans is a, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this is specifically a Harry Potter jelly bean that you can get, but it has the most ridiculous flavors that come along with it. It can be things like dirt and soap. So and like Bean Boozled? And what? Bean Boozled? Is that like, you know, the one where it's like... It's good similar or bad, to but like not actually. But it's see, bean boozled though isn't as I don't feel as as extreme mm-hmm. as Birdie Bots every flavored beans are. We actually did. I feel like I'm advertising for them right now. Birdie Bots every flavored beans <laughs> at my first apartment. We were bonding with all the roommates, and we did a Russian roulette of Birdie Bots every flavored beans. And this is actually one of Stacy's first outings with me and the roommates. That was my chair. I don't know what the, I'm so sorry about that click guys. My god. But we did a, a like a Russian roulette thing where my friend Mary would go around and drop a bean in everybody's hand. You were able to inspect it. You can look at it, you can take guesses, but everybody had to pop it in their mouth at the exact same time and we watched everybody's reactions. And I think I went probably like 3 or 4 rounds and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm done, dude. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it." But it was fun to see people's reactions i'm pretty sure michael spit out a couple i don't remember his flavors but michael if you remember your flavors please tell us in the comments i really want to remember that wonderful memory that we spent together it's beautiful (laughs) all right let's go ahead and hop into overrated movies so now when i say overrated these are movies that people typically it like these movies get high renowned that's kind of how i thought of it yeah i don't think that People think these are necessarily bad, but it does mean that they're like, they don't deserve the hype. Correct. Which is why there's you might hear a lot of repeats in here. There's yeah. a lot of really unique ones that we'll actually touch upon after as we go through. Yeah, as well. I have some thoughts on some of these. Yeah, but let's go ahead and blow through it. Again, we'll go ahead and start with Lynette's just at the very top. Again, shout out to my mama. What up, mama? Let's go ahead and start with her. All right, Lynette, Star Wars, the original. Evan, Aquaman. Stacy, La La Land. Hannah, Wally. Celeste, Spider-Man, specifically the Tobey Maguire version, David, Avatar, Stephanie, The Matrix, Keegan, Halloween, My Mom, Encanto, Valerie, Blair Witch Project, Rachel, La La Land, 
Emmy, Step Brothers, Jonathan, Titanic, Gorman, Titanic. Oh, wait, no. Just kidding. The Pursuit of Happiness. Haley, The Notebook. Trish, Lord of the Rings. Mitch, La La Land. Aaron, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, which is the first rock movie, the rock movie. Michael, Twilight. Jordan, Avengers Endgame. Tony, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, thank you for agreeing with me. Danny, Mad Max, Fury Road. Matt, Avatar. Alana, Shawshank Redemption. Anna, Dumb and Dumber. Tess, Beetlejuice. Derek, Princess Bride. Julia, Encanto. Graham's Willow. Andrew, The Dark Knight. Oh, I lost my... There we go. Anthony, Harry Potter. Emily, Avatar. Phil, Harry Potter. TJ, Saw. Kayla, Kayla Twilight. Carla, Titanic. And Katie, Avatar. Woo! So as you can see, a lot of Avatar and a lot of La La Land. Yes. Yes. So again, I understand Avatar. That was my choice. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. Now, there are a couple I want to pick at, but I really want to hear what your thoughts are first. Yeah. First off, how are you going to say Wally is overrated? Thank you. Sorry, Thank Hannah. You. I know you're we're cousins and all, but you're really testing it right now. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. Another one I would say is, I think I can understand. Oh, Beetlejuice. Tess, I also agree. Beetlejuice, it's okay at best. And I don't understand why people love it so much. So we actually talked about this in our last episode, yeah. <laughs> the Halloween episode. Go ahead and reiterate for those who haven't watched that episode, why do you think that Beetlejuice is the worst? If you're going to have a movie called Beetlejuice, actually put Beetlejuice in the movie. Michael Keaton delivers an amazing performance as Beetlejuice, and you're going to have him show up for maybe like 10, 15 minutes max. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Just not, I don't understand why everybody loves it so much. And then, like, just a quick where I'm like, what? Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, Halloween, and I guess Titanic in a way. I love Titanic, so it's kind of like, I can kind of understand it, but I'm like, also, you kind of, I don't know. I think there's an argument against saying Titanic is overrated. James Cameron, just stop being overrated. That's really <laughs> what it comes down to. Yeah. But yeah, those are the main ones. Like, I agree with Encanto. I agree with Thor Ragnarok. I agree with Avatar. Yeah. Pretty much all those. Oh, my God. So a couple I want to pick out that I feel are incorrect. La La Land. I will always stand by that movie. I think it's a beautiful movie. Now, having it nominated as best movie, I feel was perfect. I'm genuinely glad it did not win. Yep, especially because Moonlight is way better. Correct. So La La Land was a good movie, but not good enough to win. I will own up to that. I will always say that. However, it's still a really good movie. Now, I do want to talk about why Stacy thinks it's overrated and why it's her least favorite movie. I want to hear this. The whole premise of the movie it's obviously, it's kind of a play on words in the title, right? La La Land, it's supposed to be about Los Angeles, right? City of Angels, growing up here, knowing the city, moving here, and all the, the, the celebrityism that comes along with it, making your dreams come true. And it was supposed to be a musical. I feel like calling it a musical is very loose. I agree, honestly, because when people say La La Land, I didn't really think musical. Me either. I mean, there's City of Stars, which is like... There were... Two actual musical-esque songs yeah. in the movie. It's the one with, or the beginning? Yeah, Another and, Day of Sun. Yeah, and then Emma Stone's Getting Ready song. Correct. Every other song after that can go to hell. Yep. Nothing 
nothing else would consider this a musical. If you're going to go musical, go full musical. So to have it as a full musical position in Los Angeles about living your dreams, about making your dreams come true, it would have worked out great. But what she also didn't agree with is because it's based in, on Hollywood and dreams coming true is that it didn't have that traditional Hollywood ending. So, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone's character do not end up together. Yeah, I mean, I can understand where she's coming from with that one, but it's also, like, I don't know, maybe they Damien Chazelle was like, gotta be different, which I can respect, because honestly, I don't know if everybody wants, well, no. I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but I'm just like, Maybe not everything has to have a happy ending. Well, so here's the thing. I always explain to her she hates me saying this. They had their happy ending. Yeah, I mean. They got what they wanted. Yeah, he got his little jazz. He got his jazz place. He's the star of. It's popping every night. People love it. Emma became a huge actress. She's a movie star. She's a huge movie star. She's married. She has children, right? They've both got exactly what they wanted from the beginning of the movie. So they got their happy ending. They just didn't get their happy ending together. And that's what really killed it for Stacy. She's like, no, they need to live happily ever after. That's a classic niche in all these Hollywood movies, which I get. But at the same time, this movie made the Hollywood dream real. And I think that's what I really appreciated about it. Yeah, I agree. So that was my biggest issue. Wally, shame on you, Hannah, for saying that. Spider-Man, I get you, Celeste. I really? get it. I grew up in that time frame. I loved the Spider-Man movies. The original Spider-Man, the first one, super overrated. I, I don't agree. I mean, I think it's good, and I think it's properly rated so i would also agree to that only because this is a time before the mcu this is one of the most popular and one of the first actually comic book movies that were so successful to spin off a sequels yeah besides batman but even then that was yeah it yeah. felt very it, the Spider-Man franchise consistently put out good movies. Correct. And I think I will stand by it. I don't think there's a single or a single bad Spider-Man movie all between Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland Spider-Man's. Really? I may not love Amazing Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Man 3, but I do enjoy them. That's a that's a very unpopular opinion. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. And then last but not least, I saw one on here. I just lost it. Oh, controversial. My friend Elena, Shawshank Redemption. Overrated. I've never seen Shawshank. Yeah, your name. You've never seen Shawshank? No, I think we've discussed this too. We have. It's obviously a staple of pop culture. A lot of people know what it is. A lot of people know that, you know, the actors in it. A lot of people know the story. But to have it as overrated is very controversial, especially with just how beautiful the movie is. But I guess the same could also be said about just about every other movie on this list. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. But 
Big shout out to everybody. Ooh, sorry, one more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Matrix. That's not overrated. I don't think so. Okay. Let's go ahead and dive a little bit deeper into this. I, there was no specifics given to me in terms of the Matrix. Now, if it's just the first Matrix movie, absolutely. I don't agree with that. Mm -hmm. The first one's really good, and then they get progressively worse. I Correct. thought the second one is all right. It's watchable. The third one, again, I kind of was like, okay, I guess. And then the new one, I was like, no, I'm not vibing with this. They tried too hard. <laughs> that... Mm -hmm. Did okay. you watch the new one? So, no, Revolution? Revelation? Reva... Is it Revelation? No, 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 no. What's the new Resurrection? one? Resurrection? Resurrection. There you go. Yeah. I have yeah. not. Yeah. It's no. not good to me. That's fair. Anything else you want to add to this list? I think I'm good. Yeah. No? Okay. So I guess the overall consensus then for movies is that people just don't like La La Land or Avatar. Yeah. They think it's overrated. Yeah. Which, again, understandable in both regards. For La La Land, but understandable. So Yeah, I can see where people come from with yeah, La La Land. Absolutely. So I just wanted to give a shout-out to everybody for helping us out with this list. I know it was very last minute, and everyone was kind of sweating bullets at the very end there. Yeah. But <laughs> thank you guys for being a part of it and responding promptly. We got responses almost immediately. Yeah, I would definitely do this type of list again. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we do have a couple more episodes in the pipeline that we're hoping to do something like this again with you guys. Keep you guys a little bit more involved. I also apologize if I butchered any names. Almost every name wasn't butchered. Okay, so that's good. Uh, it was Elena, not Alana. I think you said Alana. Alana, yeah. yeah. Apologies, so, apologies. Sorry, Alana. I mean, no, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you again, everybody. That was fun. Ooh. <sighs> that was a lot. Yeah. That was a lot. Goodness gracious. Now, we talked about the worst movies ever already mm -hmm. between you and I, right? But I did go to Rotten Tomatoes to kind of get a little bit more insight on what they said was the 100 worst movies of all time. We are not going to have a repeat of episode one. <laughs> we are not reading through all 100 worst movies of all time. That is just yeah. not going to happen. But I do have a few movie shout outs that I like to give that are on this list. Yeah, I'm scrolling through it right now, and I don't really see anything I've seen before. Now, for the record, this is specifically from Rotten Tomatoes. This is just their general consensus. It's going to be based on the Rotten Tomatoes score and the audience score. I'll go ahead and provide both of those for you guys. But spoiler alert, all of these movies that are on this list have a Rotten Tomatoes score of 7% or less. So they're that bad. So A Thousand Words with Eddie Murphy. What people hated about this movie so it was a zero percent on rotten tomatoes 46 percent through audience what made this movie awful is that eddie murphy is known for his comical gag of just talking and the way that he just expresses things and his reactions that's what he's known for that's what he's always been known for and this movie took that away from him because a thousand words he can only speak a thousand words in the movie before he can never speak again it's like a curse thing or something. was it meant to be like that like kind of remove his greatest quality or was it just he got stuck with this concept i don't know the actual details behind the movie on how he was picked he i personally feel like he still did a really good job yeah i would watch this movie honestly because there's a lot of he still had to react but he had to to portray just 
language in different ways. And that was an interesting way to see. I felt like Eddie Murphy wasn't the best choice for it, but it was still, for me at least, was worth the watch just to see what it was all about. So moving on down the line here, Baby Geniuses. I remember watching that movie when I was a kid. Not good. Yeah, I remember you talking to me about it after we recorded last week's episode. <sighs> it's not good. Yeah. It's not a good movie at all. Ridiculous 6 is on this list. But Cabin Fever. So when I first saw this, I kind of panicked because I thought automatically Cabin in the Woods. And I'm like, no, no. This should not be on the worst list ever. But Cabin Fever is a completely different movie. It's a quarantine movie. But it got a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes, 12% audience score. Which mm, that's is... pretty bad compared to the other audience scores on here. Uh, yeah. Most of them are at least above a 30%. So. Yeah, yeah. But let's see here. Scrolling on through. I see Master of Disguise. That came up a lot on our list when we asked our friends and family. Mm-hmm. The Master of Disguise came up a lot. Daddy Day Camp. Not Daddy Day Care, which was a great movie with Eddie Murphy. Daddy Day Camp is the sequel that didn't have Eddie Murphy, but brought back the exact same character of Charlie as Cuba Gooding Jr. You don't do that. I'm pretty sure that movie's on Netflix because my brother Johnny was about to hit play, and then he didn't. So I was like, maybe it's a sign. He realized it. Johnny's a smart man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Disaster movie is on this list. Epic movie, which is another awful movie. For anyone who's not familiar with those, it's from the same minds who did the scary movie movies but worse. Meet the Spartans. That also showed up a couple times on our list. Jack and Jill. That also showed up on our list between all of our friends and family here. Vampires Suck, which I thought was a pretty funny movie. It's also the same minds that did the movie, the scary movie movies. Not very good. Movie 43 showed up on the list as well. And I think those are like the big ones that stood out to me. I mean, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Those Mortal Kombat movies are just awful in general. And Speed 2. I think that's another big one that a lot of people don't like. That came up on the list, I believe. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just, I mean, a lot. all of these make sense. They all make sense. But the number 100 one, I really want to talk about this one because of the pop culture gag that comes behind this, is that movie Mac and Me back in 1988. It's... It's about this kid who finds an alien and has to get the alien back home. But what makes this movie a cultural icon now, if anyone follows Paul Rudd in his career, every time he went on to the Conan O'Brien show and he was going to talk about his newest movie, his producer would play a scene from Mac and Me. And he did this for like 20 years while Conan O'Brien was still on the air. So it was just a really silly movie where Paul Rudd made it famous again because of all those instances. Was Paul Rudd in it or he just... Paul Rudd was not in it. This is just a joke that Paul Rudd pulled once on the Conan O'Brien show back in like... Oh my god. I think it was either the late 90s or early 2000s for one of his first films and it was just an ongoing gag from that point forward. All right. Well, moving on from movies over to actors... MDB has a list of the 100 worst actors and actresses ever in Hollywood. I'm honestly just going to stick with the top 10. Yeah. I feel like those I'm, are the I'm, only ones that matter. Yeah, I'm going down and I'm like, you guys are just saying stuff now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So starting off, we'll start with number 10 and we'll make our way up to the top. I feel like that's a fair bet to go. Number 10 is Josh Hartnett. 
I'm not familiar with the actor at yeah, all. Yeah, I'm not. Number nine is Sarah Jessica Parker. Go away. Like, you're just saying stuff. Number eight, I don't agree with this at all. Don't agree with it either. Is Keanu Reeves. Go away. You're just Wrong. saying stuff. Yep. Number seven is Katherine Heigl. I do agree with that. I, I think she's awful. I... Number six is Taylor Lautner. That bad. He have you seen the Ridiculous Six, the Adam Sandler movie? No. He's that bad. He was in a movie that came out this year with oh gosh. Kevin James? I, no, not Kevin James. I don't know who it is. But it was like a football movie for Netflix and he was in it. It was like his big return. Obviously he hasn't done much since have you, then. Have you watched it? Yeah, it was I think it's called Home Team. Okay. It was a fun little movie and he okay. does a good job in it. So Number five is Megan Fox. I originally agreed with this. But then I just watched the episode of New Girl where Megan Fox is dating Nick, and she does wonderfully. Yeah, I've, I love her. I haven't watched enough Megan Fox to um, like a judge. I know her from Transformers, but she also did a really good job in Megan's body. He, Jennifer's body. Jennifer's body. <laughs> <laughs> I just know she had a new movie come out last year too called like Till Death or Still Death or something like that, yeah. and supposedly she's good in that. So. She's making a comeback. Yeah. Yeah, good for her. Number four is Jaden Smith. Don't really have much to say. No, I don't I'll, watch enough Jaden Smith. To, I only know him in one movie, and that was the Karate Kid reboot. Too. I heard After Earth with him and Will was awful. Number three is Madonna. I didn't even know Madonna acted. I can't well, tell you anything that she's acted in besides her music videos. I can tell you this. My mom's a huge Madonna fan, so I've been well-versed in the Madonna lifestyle and all of that okay she has acted her biggest role as it says right here is evita correct i love that movie well i should say love i do like it i've it's been a while since i watched it but it was good it's based on a real person but it's a huge singing role and she does a good job in it there's also she's been been in some other movies i think one of them something susan suddenly saving susan something like that i don't know and then she's obviously going to direct her own biopic that's coming up starring oh, julia julia fox no julia garner garner there good you go. for her yeah. wow okay number two is tommy waisu does he ring a bell at all nope okay so well, I... he's only been in one movie that he's most famous for the this room the room <laughs> back in 2003 he wrote, produced, directed, and starred in. He's on a list, though, for top 10. Probably yeah, not the best two. list you want to be on, but, you know, he's there. And then number one, which I actually, I, I'm not, I want to see what your reaction is first. Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay, she was pretty bad in the first Iron Man, but I think she's done better. And she, I've only seen a, like, I only, like, dabble in Gwyneth Paltrow. Like, I've only seen her in maybe the Iron Man movies and, I don't know, I think that's the only thing. Maybe I haven't watched Emma, but I've seen clips of it on like Twitter and YouTube and stuff like that. So, but I don't think she's that bad. I, I know of her specifically from what I've seen in two different movies. One of them is the Iron Man series films. And then, of course, in Shallow Hal, if anyone's seen Shallow Hal with Jack Black. But I have never liked Gwyneth Paltrow. I just think she's very. She's a very interesting character. <laughs> I agree. Now, her being number one, I don't agree with. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there sure, are worse yeah. actors and actresses out there. But Gwyneth, I wouldn't put her at number one. But she definitely does belong on this list, I would say. She just says a lot of stuff that I like I like to quote. I like her video where she was like, she came back from a party. She's like, I laughed, I cried, I took a shot, I danced. I was like, she just <laughs> lists thing off things she did at a party. And I say it all the time. But yeah, I don't think she's the worst. No. 
there are a couple that I don't agree on this overall 100s list. Yeah, there's um, some here I'm like, mm. I just want to say the biggest one that I think I disagree with, he should never be on this list. Number 74, oh. Matthew Lillard. Oh, well, I didn't scroll down that far. I got to like number 20 and I was like, okay, I'm done. Like, <laughs> why, is he, is why is he on here? He's a phenomenal actor. And you know, the one I agree with is number 35, Amanda Seyfried. No, 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 no. Do not put her on this list at all. Oh, you like Amanda Seyfried. Yes. Did we have this conversation already? Maybe. It sounds like we have. But, like, come on. She was great in Mamma Mia. She literally sung her heart out. I love her so much. And I didn't watch The Dropout, the new Hulu show. But didn't she win? Or she get nominated? I don't know. She won something I think she for got it. nominated, yeah. And I'm pretty sure she was great in that. I have mixed feelings about Amanda Seyfried. We're not going to dive too deep into it. But I'm just not a big fan of hers. And I feel like a lot of that stems primarily from two movies. One of them being Les Mis. I don't like that movie. I thought she did terribly in that movie. I think she was a little miscast in that yeah. one. Yeah. And then number two is when her when she played the main character in Ted 2. I thought her oh, character was just stupid. I just feel bad because I do think Les Mis put like a bad stain on her filmography. Because she even mentioned it, how she auditioned for the Wicked movie that's coming up. And she got pretty far along but it ended up going to ariana grande for the role of glinda yeah and i don't know i was i don't know i like amanda and i think she should she deserves the world so whatever you say sir sorry (laughs) so that is the 100 movies list i'm scrolling Um, through this now and i'm like whoa 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 right there's a lot of things (laughs) i'm kind of like no 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 so the only reason we brought up the 100 worst actors is because that was actually part of my original question to all of my friends and family before we sent out the official list um but then i started thinking to myself people don't know actors yeah it's it's very much a cultural thing where if you grew up with like people magazine or the hollywood reporter you know actors a little bit more and and you know about their their marriage lives and if they have kids and what movies they're in and how long they've been acting for and this and this and this. But not everybody knows them. So when I would ask people, like, well, who do you think is the worst actor? People looked at me like, I don't have an answer. I will never have an answer. Who are actors? It's 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 just a complicated thing to get past. So we changed it to candy and treats and sweets and snacks. We're going to go and hop into our movie review today. Let's try that one more time. Movie review. Movie review. Jack Black would be proud. Yeah, that was (laughs) really good. What did you review this week, Mr. Nathan? This morning I watched Disaster Movie. Wait, this morning you watched Disaster Movie? So, okay, have you seen it before this morning, though? No. This is my first time. I woke up and I said, you know, I woke up extremely tired and I said, I'm going to torture myself getting no sleep. By watching Disaster Movie. Oh, no. Well, tell me how terrible this movie actually was, please. So, it is a 2008 parody film written and directed by the team behind the Scary Movie franchise. And it stars Matt Lanter, Vanessa Manillo, and Kim Kardashian in her feature film debut. She's in it for like 10 minutes max, maybe 15. Yeah. I don't know. It was bad. Like, it's obviously like a terrible movie. And... It's at 1% in Rotten Tomatoes, and yeah, it, I would agree. I, What's the audience score? The audience score. That I don't have up, and I will in three, 
to one, 21%. So it was just bad. Yeah. And I would say it's pretty bad. There's the story is basically about this main guy who knows is going to or be the end of the world. So he doesn't want to like get into a relationship if he knows the world is going to end, but he has his girlfriend and they want to take it to the next level, but he doesn't want to because the world's going to end on that day, October 29th. Wait, no, August 29th, August 29th. I was getting really excited I was like, there wait, for a minute. Today's October. <laughs> yeah. So basically it's that, but then like that takes that whole plot line takes up maybe like 10 minutes of the movie. And the rest is just parody stuff of movies that came out two or three years before this was made. So I, I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you have a list of all the parodies that were made in the movie? Yep. Well, maybe not. Oh, yeah, I actually do. Oh, boy. So just I'm going to name off a few. There's Juno, which plays a huge part in it. Enchanted, another huge part. There's a whole musical number that is based off of We're All in This Together from High School Musical. There's Alvin and the Chipmunks, Kung Fu Panda, The Incredible Hulk, Sex in the City, Speed Racer, all of those movies right there. No Country for Old Men. Yeah, it's basically like mid-2000s movies. Yeah, that sounds about right. Have you seen this movie? Or... I have seen this movie. Okay. So I actually saw this movie in theaters opening weekend. Oh, wow. So I so fun fact about this movie, this movie was actually released on August 29th. Oh, was it? Yes, it was. Oh, so that's fun. They made it a little bit more exciting because when I saw it on opening day, it was just like, the world's going to end on August 29th. You're like, nice. Yeah. That's today. <laughs> See, it was a bad movie, but I will admit I chuckled a little bit. I laughed at some of the jokes. Especially, like, I don't know. It Some of them took me by surprise. I was like, what? Like, the Alvin and the Chipmunks scene? I was like, yeah. okay, we're in this, like, warehouse. Like, what's going to happen? And all of a sudden, we see these, like, puppets of Alvin and the Chipmunks. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa what's happening? And then, like, fast forward to where they go into the museum at the end. And then Kung Fu Panda shows up. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, what is going on? And it made me, like, chuckle. I was like, okay, this is crazy. Because I expect, like... Batman and Iron Man and like them to show up but I'm like Kung Fu Panda what are you doing here like it's just crazy so <laughs> let's go ahead and dive a little bit deeper into this movie for a minute yeah they obviously the whole purpose of this movie is it's just a big pop culture grab it's literally specifically for movies released three or two or three years ago or three, two or three years before this movie was released. As they were writing the movie, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Like, some of, most of these movies are 2008. And I'm like, this is, you literally were writing the movie as these movies were coming out. Basically, yeah. So, you know, I know you said you chuckled a couple times. But did you chuckle at the movie because it was genuinely funny? Or did you laugh because you're just like, what the hell is happening? It was mainly because I was like, what is going on? Like, So the jokes didn't land. Yeah, no, the jokes the are terrible. Didn't yeah, land. no. Okay. I, I'm, like, I'm honestly okay with slapstick. This was too much. It was so forced. You're like, what is going on? Plus, there's like no story. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I. The acting is decent, I guess. I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, good things. Like, Matt Lanter, who is the voice of Anakin in, like, the Clone Wars stuff. Just people who want to know who that is. He's not terrible. And like I said, Kim Kardashian is not terrible as well. I mean, she's definitely no Meryl Streep or whatever, but she's not terrible. I mean, it's just all okay, I guess. I give it a 1 out of 5. If you were able to rate it lower, would you rate it lower? 
no, because I could have. I could have gave it a point five out of five, but I didn't. I don't Oh, know. okay. I just I was entertained during some points, so I wouldn't Okay. say it's terribly. I wouldn't say it's bottom of the barrel. I think there's worse movies out there that I haven't watched that'll be lower than this. So, in regards to this, have you seen any of the other parody movies that are out there, like the Scary Movie movies or Meet the Spartans? No, I the only parody movie I can think of that, that I've watched off the top of my head is basically a parody of the Godfather movies. I don't think I've seen that movie. It is called Mafia. It was made in 1998, and it's kind of the same thing as like the scary movie, disaster movie type things. It's basically a parody on the Godfather series or just Mafia movies in general, and it's directed by the guy that did Airplane. It doesn't really have any like big names. Maybe like Christina Applegate is the biggest name out of this one. I thought it was funny, but sorry, I'm getting off topic here, but it's kind of same in that same vein where it was like pretty bad. It has a 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mafia? Yeah. The thing about parodies is that parodies are a time-sensitive entertainment. So unless you're basing it off of a timeless film or a timeless event, it's really hard to hit the mark with parodies, which is why Disaster Movie just doesn't hit because all those movies in there are going to be forgettable within, you know, it's, it's, wow, what's the, it's like a time capsule movie. Yeah. So, like, if we were to watch this, you know, when, when, you know, my daughter, you know, God forbid we ever watch movies like this with her, but if she gets to that age where she's just like, what's this movie, and she watches it, she won't understand any of the references. They're all going Yeah. to be outdated at that point. The most recent one I can think of is The Bubble that was on Netflix a couple months ago, which was a contender for the worst of the worst. It was terrible. But it's a spoof on basically the production of Jurassic World Dominion. And it's kind of like it's set in like COVID times, but it makes a lot of jokes to the Jurassic World franchise. But yeah, pretty bad. Oh, see, I, I that movie looked really good. I was actually excited to I see was that excited movie. for for it too and then I watched it when it came out and I was like this is terrible like Oh, it's no. honestly one of the worst movies of the year and then in general like it's terrible That's really sad. yeah Bummer. That's the one with Jordan Peele. Oh, no, 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 no no Keegan-Michael Key. yeah and Pedro Pascal Karen Gillan I think is the lead Karen Gillan is yeah in that one. That's right. Yeah. Man, what a bummer. What a bummer. So, yeah disaster movie. disaster movie would you <laughs> would you recommend this movie to people No, I mean, no if you're really, really bored out of your mind, you have nothing else to do, you've watched every other movie on the planet except Disaster Movie, and you have one hour and 30 minutes to spare, then sure. But that's like, you have to be bored, bored out of your mind to watch this. No. Oh my god. So it's obviously not worth it at all. No. I could have been doing other stuff this morning, but I'm so you know, sorry. got to do for the <laughs> pod. the things you do for the pod, man. Yeah. We all appreciate you for going through that hour and a half of just migraines. Out of the two movies I did watch this movie, if you're going to watch a movie, go watch Smoke Signals, not Disaster Movie. I, you know, for people who have probably never seen Disaster Movie, they probably agree with you Yeah. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and that's really the end of the podcast. Yeah. I mean, Disaster Movie, avoid it. Because it's a disaster, Yeah. from what it sounds like. Not the best movie to be made. No. But I don't think it's the worst. No, that which is 
good. It's still right? bottom of the barrel, though. <laughs> yeah. Good gravy. You know, I, you know, I was just really thinking about this literally just now. I'm surprised nobody placed Cat in the Hat on worst movies. Yeah, that was a contender for mine, too. Or, speaking of cats, Cats, the, the 2019 Ooh. movie. Yeah. I watched that movie in theaters. <laughs> I gave money to I'm places. I'm so I sorry for your I know, loss. I know. I know. I watched it with my mom, though. She uh-huh. likes the play, so I, I did it for her. See, I do, too. I do like the play. Yeah, we own was... a DVD copy of a, a recording of the musical. Oh, no way. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, yeah. It was, it was just, it was something else. But thank you, everybody, so, so much for joining us today on this very insane episode of the worst of the worst you can obviously hear us everywhere that you go on your mobile devices through all of the different platforms including spotify anchor.fm i believe we're on apple podcasts we're on we're not on google podcasts yet believe it or not no we're we're trying to get in there basically everywhere that you can hear pods you can more than likely hear us in the famous the more popular ones yeah of course you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Planet Pick Pod. Make sure that, you know, you interact with us. We would love to hear a lot from you guys. And, of course, we need to do our famous plug for Mr. Nathan. Yeah. My review blog, postcreditreviews.com, or you can check it out on Instagram at Nathan Diaz PCR. Hooray! Yeah, that account is almost at 1,000 followers. Get out of town! Yeah. Hey, yo, 1,000 followers, get your butt over to Spotify and listen yeah, to him Yeah, I've been promoting it on here, or on there too, so... Good. Well, hopefully, maybe some of your German folks are the one who... <laughs> <laughs> the, the who knows? 100%. Um, no inspirational quote again this week. I know, we did Unfortunately, not... we didn't have time to do it I this week. I think the inspiration quote would be, don't watch disaster movie. That's the most inspiring thing I've heard yeah. all day. Yes. It's truly words of wisdom right In, there indeed indeed now i do want to remind everybody as well that at the end of this episode once it actually airs up on the webs we're going to place in a comment section specifically on spotify and we'll go ahead and transfer over to twitter because our twitter account is obviously popping we're still working on our instagram account a little bit we're falling a little bit behind there unfortunately but we'll be able to get it back up and running in no time yeah Don't you our worry. schedules are a little a little compact right a now. A <laughs> little, little, little wacky, wacky. But in the comment section on Spotify or the comment section on Twitter, we're gonna be posting the the Christmas movies. So this is when the voting begins on which Christmas movies are gonna be part of our bracket yeah, starting at December. Yeah, a little showdown. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be starting at the beginning of December. So if all y'all can go ahead and just place in your favorite ones. Now, how this whole thing is going to work, it's going to be based on the amount of people who vote. So if everybody has a different movie and there's more than 16, we're just going to be handpicking movies at that point. But if we happen to have someone who says It's a Wonderful Life more than once, guess who's going to be on the bracket? It's a Wonderful Life. So you can always just prepare yourself for that. It's going to be going all through the month of November, so please join us in picking those movies so we can bring some holiday cheer for you once december hits but that is all i have to add that was a mouthful i apologize anything else you'd like to add mr nathan no it's been a fun episode a lot of interaction from our listeners yes thank you again to all of our listeners who was a part of that list for us a special shout out to nathan's friends if you want to give them shout outs on the pod yeah they know who they are they <laughs> you know who you are yeah and then special shout out to 
all my supporters as well. Uh, and shout out to the people that eat baked flounder. Oh my gosh, <laughs> baked flounder. And shame on you for those who eat dots. The audacity. What? Hold the on. Audacity. Let's bring it back. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Y'all have a great rest of your time of day it is that you're listening to this. We'll talk to you guys next week. See you later. Bye.